Welcome to the Lifting for Women Made Simple podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you achieve your health and fitness goals through lifting and sustainable solutions. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a loyal listener, get ready to learn, grow, and lift with us. Today, we are talking about the four metrics that I am tracking in 2024. And nowadays, with all the technology, we have so much data and metrics that we have access to, and it's a good and a bad thing. Uh, We have Apple Watches, we have Fitbits, Whoop, O-Ring, just a couple things, a couple gadgets that people typically have to measure their fitness. And I personally have an Apple Watch and I have a Whoop band. My Apple Watch is kind of more casual. It just keeps me up to date. I don't even really put it um, on when I'm working out. But my Whoop Band offers a ton of metrics. And if you don't know how to um, incorporate these metrics into your situation specifically, or if you don't know what they mean, um, you can get caught up in um, just trying to track everything. And that's not really necessary. And even outside of fitness, uh, uh, trackers or watches or any of the gadgets that I just named. We also look at other metrics that aren't necessarily tracked on these things um, and we pay too much attention to them, like the scale, pay too much attention to um, trying to make our body sore, like post-workout soreness, um, pay too much attention to how many calories are burned when it's not even um, possible to truly see how many calories you burn in a workout unless you um, are hooked up to certain equipment and you're exercising in a lab. None of those numbers even don't even, they don't even mean anything. So the four metrics that I'm tracking in 2024 have nothing to do with any of those things. It have nothing to do with how many steps you get in, you're getting in. It has nothing to do with how many calories you burn during your workouts. It has nothing to do with, um, how often you stand up, like the Apple Watch is always telling you to stand up. That shit is so annoying. It has nothing to do with any of those things. Um, so first one is resting heart rate. So all of our trackers, if you have a Fitbit, Apple Watch, um, Whoop, O-Ring, all these things tell you all the metrics, plus more that I just told you about. But there's one thing that we don't pay attention to, and that's your resting heart rate. So resting heart rate is essentially just the number of times your heart is beating while you're chilling, not really moving around, if you're sitting down watching Netflix, watching Hulu, that's your resting heart rate. And normally the range is 60 to 100, and you actually want this to be on the lower end. And you may find that if you're really well conditioned, like if you're an endurance athlete, um, you run a lot of marathons, triathlons, things like that, you can actually get below um, 60 and it's totally normal if you're really well conditioned. So you want this to be on the lower end and The reason for that is because when you have a lower resting heart rate, each time your heart rate beats is more effective when it's lower because you're pumping a greater amount of blood um, to your organs, to your muscles with with each beat. So your heart doesn't have to beat as frequently and it doesn't have to work as hard. Um, And when it comes to lifting, lifting is king. But if you have a high resting heart rate is going to be really hard for you to recover in between sets and in between workouts. So if you have a good resting heart rate, you're going to be able to recover in between heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, heavy, any type of lift, 
and you're also going to be able to recover in between the, in, in between your sessions more efficiently. So if you're able to do that, you're able to go harder in your training and you're able to do that without um, feeling as much fatigue or feeling like you have to take so many days off in between your workouts or take so much time in between sets. So that's really important. It's an underlooked factor when it comes to lifting. So that's why um, heart health is important in lifting because you're able to go harder and you're able to recover in between sessions. Second uh, metric that I'm tracking is circumference measurements. I don't give a fuck about the number on the scale. Um, honestly, don't even know how much I weigh just because I know that the scale doesn't tell you anything about your body composition. It doesn't tell you how much body fat you have. It doesn't tell you how much muscle mass you have. Um, and I know people are going to say, what about the scales that calculate your body fat or calculate your muscle mass? Those aren't really accurate. They're cool to see trends over time if you want to look at that. But I don't really um, think people should rely on the scale. I think circumference measurements are a better um, way to see if you're losing fat in the right places while also gaining in others. So for me, I want to slim my waist down, but I still want to have defined, strong, big legs, and I want to a toned upper body. So um, if I see my waist measurements going down, but I see my um, leg measurements going up, I, I have a more accurate depiction of what's going on, but you can't see that with the scale. So um, not saying don't use the scale, but definitely use circumference measurements in addition to the scale. I personally just don't really care about the scale. Uh, third thing that I'm tracking is consistency with workouts. So my goal for the last like two years has been to average four workouts a week. So some days I may get three, some days I may get five, some days I may get seven. But on average, I want to work out four times a week. And I know that doing that over time, if I'm consistent, I'll get to my goal as opposed to as opposed to trying to like, kill myself every session or um, on the days where I don't necessarily want to work out. If I still show up, I know that still counts as like deposits in the bank. So Consistency with my workouts is a big one that I'm tracking. And um, the last thing that I'm going to track, the fourth one, is performance in my lifts. So the weight I'm lifting for certain lifts. So I always want to get stronger because being strong is never a bad thing. And if you focus on getting strong in basic movement patterns, squats, lunges, deadlifts, hinges, upper body pushing, upper body pulls, and your core, you're going to see changes in your physique. You're going to feel better in your workouts. You're going to feel better outside of the gym. And you're going to indirectly run into your goal as opposed to just being hell-bent on one thing. If you focus on just getting strong um, and lifting more weight, you will see a ton of progress. So specifically for me, I want to get better in push-ups because ever since I hurt my shoulder, my push-ups aren't where I feel like they should be. I really like to overhead press. So strict overhead press with a barbell. Um, I want to see that weight go up. And then in terms of lower body, I don't really have a specific lower body goal outside of building my quad. So that may mean squatting more. That may mean front squatting more. Who knows? But I do want to see some um, muscle definition, but I don't have to lift too heavy to do that. You just have to have um, certain variables in place. But those are my four that I'm that I'm um, tracking. Let me know what you guys are tracking in 2024 and beyond. Um, I'm tracking resting heart rate, circumference measurements, uh, consistency with workouts, so how many workouts I'm averaging a week, and performance in my lifts. 
So how much I'm lifting, how many reps I'm doing, sets, things like that. Um, and then also let me know what fitness trackers you guys use. If you guys use uh, Whoop, O-Ring, Apple Watch, if you guys have any questions on where to find certain metrics on these devices, drop them in the comments. And I also wanted to show you guys something. So um, for circumference measurements, and you guys probably have the scale that goes with this. So Renfo is a common uh, scale that people use. Renfo is a common scale that people use, and they also have a digital tape measure. So it looks something like this. Mine's actually dead. I have to change the battery. But uh, you download the app, and you take, take the circumference measurements of the desired body part, and then it logs it for you. So this is a good way to uh, track circumference measurements. Obviously, you can do it with a standard tape measure, but everything is digital nowadays. Why not take advantage? So if you guys are interested in that, let me know, and I'll send you guys the link um, to get you got, to get yourself one. So facts. Data is where it's at. Um, that's why I love my Whoop. I'm, like, so addicted to my Whoop. Maybe one day I'll screen share um, my phone and show you guys. Um, all the metrics that are on there. It's pretty cool. Um, but like I said, it can get very overwhelming with the abundance of information that we have access to. So knowing how to narrow it down and focus on the things that you want to pay attention to as opposed to tracking every single thing makes your journey a lot less overwhelming and um, it gives you more clarity and a different level of focus. Send stars. Um, it should say... 10 stars. I'm not sure exactly how to send them. I've never sent them. Um, but it should say on the bottom that, that you can send stars. Um, if you have any other questions, drop them below or message me and I'm gonna hop off here. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Lifting for Women Made Simple podcast. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. And I'll catch you in the next episode.